Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Weekday Chat. My name's Steve White, and we welcome you today. This is a good time for us to talk about where we've been and where we're going, and it's my good friend. Yes, I'm Kyle, and one of the ministers here as well. It's good to be with you. If you have any questions or comments, please don't don't hold them. Uh, Just post them, and we will get back with you. And so this past Sunday, Steve preached, and um, not just because he's right here. If you haven't had the chance to listen to this Sunday sermon, please go to mypcc.com info and listen to it. Uh, I think you will be blessed and encouraged by it. It was just so um, good, uh, and I'm excited to get talking about it. It's a but great text, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. just Moses and Exodus, and um, it's just, yeah, go check it out if you haven't. But with, within this, what we're, we're in the middle of a series called A Clearer Vision of Dangerous Prayers. And, of course, dangerous could sound like a, a funny adjective to, to put in there. Right. But we're just so used to falling into the ruts of, you know, Lord, just get me through this day. Very predictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bless me. Keep me, you know, safe. You know, and to move it into this dangerous realm... Uh, we we looked at Moses, and this particular Sunday was show me, and where Moses says, show me your glory. And literally, the weight of, of glory, the weight of that prayer could, could just have massive implications in our lives because it would leave us transformed when we really yeah. get to see God. And and that's what Steve was, was bringing out. And it, it's Moses finally gets to a place where he says, you know what, I don't, I don't care about anything else. I just want your presence. Yes. And and that's where all of us as Christ followers should be. Um, some of us probably get there at some point. Some of us, you know, maybe pull back. Pull back. Yeah, right. um, so that's why it was just such a good, encouraging, centering uh, message this week about that. So the question, Steve, is how do we know sometimes if we're loving God um, the difference between loving God because of maybe the, the the things that we're blessed with by him or loving God just for his presence. Well, yeah, I think life, life situations teach us that. I mean, there, there has to get a time in our faith when we are unshakable, mm-hmm. especially when we're thinking about the disciplines and practicing them. In other words, if, if easily you find yourself... I don't feel like praying or, or, I mean, we all get discouraged. We all get, all get troubled. We got to get challenged. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if it doesn't take very much mm-hmm. to, to get your attention off the things that, that, that get you into the presence of God and knowing God and seeking him, then that's a sign that, that perhaps since he's not doing what I want, I don't know if I want to meet with him right now. And yep. that's, 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 ooh, that, that exposes us. And so we want to get to point to the faith that regardless of the conditions of life, mm-hmm. I love his word, 
I'm so glad I can be in the place of prayer. I'm so thankful worship is coming Sunday because I'm at my low point and I know where I need to be. I yeah. need to be with God's people today. Yeah. It doesn't keep, take us away. It takes us more. We get, we want more because we know we're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so, but see, that, ta- that takes being very self-aware. Oh, and I think right. so and often honest. we're yeah. not self-aware, and then we just, we just, we end up in a place that's unhealthy. The second thing I think is our speech patterns. Mm-hmm. Listen to yourself talk. You know, if you're saying things like to somebody, you know, I, I don't think God's hearing me right now, or yeah. I must have been doing something wrong because he sure isn't, doesn't seem like anything's right. going right. In my Well, that you ought to hear yourself say that. What are you mm-hmm. really saying? God isn't as good as I think he is mm-hmm. or should be or whatever. And we start evaluating it. That's dangerous to yes. do that. So it, it, I'm not suggesting we be artificial. We still can be honest. Yo. You know, I don't know. I don't know why God isn't answering the way I want. But you know what? I'm so thankful I have him. Right. You know, right. I, I know he loves me. I know he's for me. That kind of thing. Yeah. You yeah. got any insights? Yeah. Well, you used a line Sunday that really stuck out to me is, is just getting to that point where God is not just useful. He's beautiful. And... I like it just because it's what we're talking about, like the practical things of like, hey, what can I get from God or or during my day, the the useful things. But if you say beautiful, that means beautiful to me has a connotation with it. That means like you're sitting and you're looking and you're taking it in. And, and, And I think when we look at Moses, you know, if you go back to Exodus three or four, when Moses is starting out with God, when he first calls Moses, the presence of God was not enough for Moses. Moses says, well, I I can't go. And, you know, and and Yahweh's telling him, well, hey, tell him I sent you. And and then basically Moses wanted all the tricks to happen, you know, throw down your staff and, and, and he, like, I would call it production. Moses wanted to feel better by like the production of God and said, and God said, I'll be with you. <laughs> and, and, but it yeah. wasn't enough. But yet come to Exodus 34, when God tells them all the production, Hey, an angel's going to be with you. You get to go to right. promised land. Like all these good things are going to be happening to you, but I'm not going to go with you. And Moses, so it's the opposite of what happened in Exodus yeah. four. And Moses says, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want the production. I want you. Been there, done that. Yeah. I'm ready for so there's this transformation yes. that's happened in Moses. So therefore for us today, we would just need to know how am I looking at God? Is my heart really centered on, I want some of the production stuff or, or is it set on, mm-hmm. man, I just want your presence and you and I, it's just ruthlessly honest with yourself. Yes. You know, and a little, a little aside maybe is that in all of our life experience, whatever it is, in mm-hmm. your family, in your activities, a novel you're reading, music you're listening to, I mean, even secular music. You know, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big one. I've, I've said this often. We don't want to separate sacred from secular. Yes, it, It's all woven together, the, yep. the experience of life. So does, does, does thoughts of the Almighty emerge through all those angles of life, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm with people or when I'm enjoying creation, when I'm thinking of the, I mean, I, I just, whenever I learn something about the human body, mm-hmm. I'm fascinated again at God's creatorship. I'm mm-hmm. awestruck by him again. Or, you know, they were talking last night, there was this huge meteor shower. And immediately my thoughts went to this brilliance of God that yeah. even shares that scene with us right. in the heavens. Uh, when, when you're reading a novel, 
do spiritual truths rise up, even though it's not a Christian novel? I mean, Mm -hmm. do you see God and his wovenness into everything? And I think that's an indication that your faith is real, that it's substantive, that -hmm. that you are acknowledging the grandness and the beauty of God in all things. I agree. Yeah, wholeheartedly. All right. So... What helps, what helps this? What helps our love for him grow, our connection with God grow? This, this I guess I've kind of touched on a little bit about the beauty yeah. of God seen in different right. dimensions. Yeah, everything, I mean, really, you, you just set that up great with the things you were saying as far as like the activities, the, your, your day, like during the day, the, what's... <laughs> convicting for me a lot of times is at the end of the day, if I just say, okay, if there was a scoreboard, how many times today did I think and strategize on things of me? Kind of going back to what you referenced Mm. earlier, Mm. the language. I, Mm. me, my family, um, this is what I want. This is what I want to do to, you know, to how many times did I find myself like just caught up in thoughts of God? For instance, um, we had a pretty good storm the other night. As soon as the winds kicked up, you know, I was right there thinking about the power of God. I mean, like he can just speak and winds like crazy can just, you know, come from nowhere. Peaceful, then incredible winds. But that was worship for me. I love seeing the power of God displayed in moments like that. Now, I don't, I'm not perfect. I don't do that all the time. But what I'm saying is when I look at it, kind of a scorecard in my mind, that's when I realize, okay, I need to be thinking of God more. So you just find ways like uh, Steve just mentioned, whether you're reading or watching a movie or you're, you're, you're sitting at a traffic light and you look at a tree and you look at the leaf and you just start to think about all the complex, beautiful design of God. How are you leading yourself to think about God more? Yes. This is one of the reasons I find so much value in praying the Scripture. Yeah. Because praying the Scripture keeps me out of myself more into the loftiness of God, especially the Psalms, you know? Right. They just declare how wonderful God is. And I'm so puny in my prayers. Mm -hmm. I am rote, predictable. Scriptures help me think beyond myself better. Yeah. You know, it helps me love love in deeper ways. Right. And I can't stress enough with scriptures to read out loud. <laughs> yes. I mean, it just right. it, it, and, it just takes it yes, completely and, different. And being silent. I think yeah. sometimes we rush so much through that. There is such power in silence before the, oh, the Lord yeah. and acknowledging him mm-hmm. and letting him speak into the, the depths of our being, you know. Mm-hmm. And just sometimes, you know, my son-in-law was teaching me lately that he just sometimes says thank you, sits in thank you, and meditates on gratitude mm. for an extended period of time. It's all yeah. he does is bask in the blessing of God and what he's done. Great. I love that. We're not very Great. good at that, sitting in silence before the Lord, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, we do experience God fully in Jesus. Sure. So if that's true, then what are some things that you've learned about God through your relationship with Jesus? <laughs> well, I mean, that, I mean, where do we begin? Uh, I know. Right? I, I mean, know. I think one of the striking things for me is his tremendous love and kindness and long-suffering with people. Mm. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I usually get aggravated oh, yeah. or judgmental. 
or I want to react to somebody. Jesus is always in control. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always, he, he's never forcing himself on people. Yeah. He knows exactly when he should confront. And so sometimes he's taught me, look, Steve, you need to be bold. Right. That, that guy needs something. He needs a challenge from you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes people need extreme sensitivity and love and kindness, just like he was with a woman caught in adultery. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes he needs this honest communication, like with a woman at the well. Oh, yeah. And we need that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just he let people walk away. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, that, that rich young ruler wasn't ready. Yeah. A spiritual challenge. Right. And so I don't have to chase people down. You know, if God works. He's the one that converts people. So yeah. he's taught me a lot that way. Um, and I love it that so, so that Jesus not only doesn't not, not only does he work with people individually according to how they're made, but he, you know, sometimes we say, you know, well, God's in control. Well, I, I don't like that term very much because mm-hmm. it sounds like he is ordering all the things. Mm-hmm. He, he is in charge, right. but he's not in control. Right. He's not controlling. He he honors free will, and I love that about him, and we see that in Jesus. And so he doesn't force himself on anyone. About, but there's not one area of God himself that I don't see practiced in Jesus, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think... What I love about watching Jesus is even though he's got the weight of the world, mm-hmm. he's never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. That, that, that there's this, we're carrying with us this urgency of the gospel, mm-hmm. but he doesn't mow people over. Yeah. You know, he, he, I love watching Jesus that way. And just, it seems that Jesus enjoyed people. He, he grasped, he, he knew what he was about mm-hmm. and he just kept at it. And there was a steadiness to it. Oh, yeah. And he took every day as it came, and sometimes he retreated, and then he came. Mm-hmm. But I, I just love that about, and that's how I see the movement of God. That he's always at work, he's always thinking, he's always pursuing, because he's got this one thing he wants, and that's you. And that's, me, right. that's right. With him forever. That's right. About you. Few thoughts, right? Um, oh yeah. Uh, well, the first word that just comes to my mind has been steadfast. Um, just because I'm not, I, and, and so you were pointing to some of that, um, that, that they're just steadfast. And that was even in the scriptures this week that, that, uh, Steve talked about, you know, abounding in grace, but, but steadfast love endures forever. And, um, you know, I think I also just understand sometimes it's my relationship with Jesus that, that, that the goodness of God, yeah. meaning, um, I think Jesus embodied this whole idea of, you know, Psalm 16, where it says, I have no good thing apart from you, the Father. And then, uh, you know, Jesus in John 15, you know, says, I'm the vine, you're the branch. Apart from me, you have no good thing. But Jesus modeled that. So the more I read about Jesus and the more I hang out with Jesus, I understand his connection with the Father. And he really, truly believed that and lived that, that he has no good thing apart from the Father, and that I will never have any good thing apart from, from, from Jesus, God. 
and, and, and just, the, just the easiness of that lesson, but actually the profoundness of it even rolls back into to Moses and the presence of God and just how Jesus was consumed yeah. with the presence of the Father. Yes. And so it just it, it, it teaches me that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every facet of his being, every facet right. of his being uh, just opens new windows. That's why the Word of God never gets old. It never gets mm-hmm. boring. There's, never. there's always something fresh all the time. Well, we're going to continue Sunday. Uh, Luke's going to be preaching Sunday. This great scene in Isaiah 6 where Isaiah sees the Lord and says, send me. Uh, do we have the faith to say that yeah. to, the, to the Lord and just pray that dangerous prayer? I know we're going to be challenged be well. Yep. And I hope you join us either online or in person. We're back together now, and we'd love to have you come join us as you feel safe yep. and uh, want to do that. We're doing our best to help the uh, gathering be as safe as possible. But if you're not ready for that, we hope you'll be online. We hope you have a good day. Thanks for joining us today. I'll see you. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's our desire for you to grow in your understanding of Christ's love as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in Christ. If you have any questions about our church or would like to plan a visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you would like to receive our podcast every week, we encourage you to subscribe to the Plainfield Christian Church podcast on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.